welcome to GSA 101, brought to you by Elevate GSA, where we turn GovSpeak into a language you speak. My name is Hannah Stress, and I have Colin Hartzell here with me today, and we're going to be talking about the mass consolidation. All right, well, uh, let's get right to it. I know the vendors have loads of questions about this, but let's start out with the basics. What is the mass consolidation? Okay, so GSA took the pre-existing 24 separate schedules, which used to be broken down by industry, such as IT70 schedule or OO Core professional services schedule, and then they combined them all into one all-inclusive schedule. This new schedule is called the Mass Consolidated Schedule. Inside of this schedule, you'll find all SINs. They have been completely overhauled with new numbers and new titles, new descriptions, all of it. And the new numbers with these SINs should match a little more closely to NAICS codes. Right. So instead of just kind of being a random SIN number that you're assigned, 13251, something like that, Mm -hmm. now you have a NAICS code. Uh, that looks much closer to your new SIN names. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. It makes it a little easier, honestly, right. uh, to match up. Well, uh, now that everyone is in the same pot, uh, how do vendors know what their new SINs are? What are the new SIN names? Right. So whenever you went in and accepted that mass mod A812, which was responsible for switching all vendors over to the new consolidated schedule, Inside of that mod, you would have seen your legacy SINs and the new SIN titles under the mass consolidation. And it's important to, to kind of check and pay close attention there. Some vendors were mapped incorrectly to new SINs. You know, it's important to you know note if you are an IT professional services provider that you haven't been mapped over to selling ice cream cones or something like that. Right. <laughs> um, so, and, and if you didn't happen to pay attention, we will link in the podcast notes um, an Excel spreadsheet that GSA put together where you can look up your legacy sins and it'll blink you over to, you know, the names and titles of the new sin. Got you. So uh, if I know what my old sins were, because it's still on my catalog, I can just go in and control F inside this big spreadsheet and it'll blink me right to exactly what my old sin was. Tell me my new sin name, new sin number, new sin description. Yes. Uh, but you said some of them were wrong. If they're wrong, um, there, there isn't. W- what can be done about that? So if it's wrong, you need to reach out to your contracting officer you know, much like everything with GSA, it's kind of a case by case basis. So, you know, you might reach out to your CEO and they might say, okay, well then now you need to go in and delete that sin through a formal modification request. Gotcha. It just depends. Okay. So then, yeah, then we're just in the land of making any kind of change to our schedule. There's no special accommodations that were made for those mismappings. No. Oh, well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, uh, but well, what do, what do vendors do? They have more than one contract because now if everyone's in one pot, it's not super useful for me to have two contracts competing against each other. Exactly. Yeah, that was kind of the point of the mass consolidation. Um, that and a couple other reasons, but basically, every vendor that has two contracts, sometime in you know the end of 2020 and the beginning of 2021, your PCO, that's your procure- procurement contracting officer that word always gets stuck in my mouth um will be changed to be the same for both contracts so then you'll reach out to that point of contact and make a plan 
So if you have open task orders for the next, say, five years on, say, both contracts, you're going to have two contracts for the foreseeable future. Okay. They'll, they'll make a plan with you what makes sense to terminate one of them, and then you'll be you know, left with just one. And again, it's going to be the formal modification process for adding the sins from the contract that was terminated over to the one that survived. Oh man. I know it's not the most convenient. (laughs) I will say. Well, uh, I know that that only kind of applies to uh, a handful of us. So it seems it's smart that they're reaching out on an individual basis to these, uh, companies that have multiple GSA contracts. Right. Um, and I guess they'll just, you'll, they'll come out with guidelines and they'll make a plan. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out as we go. (laughs) But for everyone else, uh, what, now that we've gone in and we've accepted this mass mod, it looked like any old mass mod, but it actually came along with some major changes. Once we accepted a eight twelve. Uh, what did we need to do? Because I know that they, there were some more requirements. A right. lot of people just clicked accept all and mm-hmm. went along with their day. But there are additional things that we're supposed to do. Right? right, right. So exactly what you were saying before, your catalog that's displayed inside of eLibrary and also to GSA Advantage if you have products, that all needs to be updated. So that text file inside of the SIP program, which maybe going away soon. But for now, it's the SIP program. Um, You'll update that Word or PDF file to all of the new language. And GSA did put out some guidelines. Um, Every CO is doing it a tiny bit different. So it's kind of a trial and error at this point kind of method. Um, We'll link that in the podcast notes as well for, you know, some guidelines for vendors to follow. But you've got to update all of that inside of SIP. And actually, the new deadline for that is the end of March 2021. Gotcha. So they've been extending that deadline over and over. And I think this is the maybe the last one. <laughs> um, so well, everyone needs to get on that. Yeah, their last deadline was October. Their last deadline yeah. was basically now. Right. So I'm glad that they're they're giving everyone the chance to do that because not everyone has the bandwidth to handle exactly some ed- emergency administrative tasks inside of GSA. Yes. So they're giving some time. So you've right. got some time. Well, in this whole mass consolidated world that's putting all these extra burdens on these contractors, uh, is there any good news for vendors? Yes. Yes, there there can be. So if you find that you're a company that um, is very versatile and you can execute work under a bunch of different industries, you can now add SINs from any industry okay. onto your contract. Sure. As long as you have the past performance and a couple other you know, regulations, you have to meet a couple requirements. But um, in general, it should make your contract more versatile. Sure. Which in turn means, you know, you can pursue more RFPs on eBuy. Right, right. And I guess that as this, this competition opens up too and people aren't pigeonholed into their specific industry fields anymore and maintaining multiple GSA schedules just to have the whole diversity of their skills on the, on the table, um, hopefully the idea is that there will be some more competition, but really it seems like there's just going to be more opportunities for the companies that are proactive and kind of aggressive in pursuing the most updated GSA schedule possible because everybody else is just going to be stuck with their old sins. Right. Not everyone realizes that there's this new opportunity. Exactly. The more, you know, right. kind of the more opportunity you have. So it's important to really get a handle on this new 
this new system. And it's important to get your contract up to date. Exactly. Exactly. And like you're saying, um, you know, take advantage of this. See if there's any other sins inside of that crosswalk that we'll link in the episode notes, you know, that you might be eligible for. Sure. Get those on there so that, you know, you're not missing any opportunities. Sure. Sure. Well, uh, if if anyone needs any uh, assistance getting your contract up to date before that March 2021 deadline, or if you find some of these new sins that you're interested in adding to your schedule, you can always reach out to us directly here at podcast at elevategsa.com. Um, we'll continue to deliver some news updates to you here on the podcast as we receive them from GSA. But if you have any general questions or topics you'd like to hear about in a future episode, feel free to reach out to us and uh, we'll do our best to get around to it. I know that there's a whole lot for us to cover here and a lot of basics that we're trying to establish a foundation for. But if anyone's got a hot pressing issue and they'd love to hear something broken down or or some guidelines made, um, we are happy to help. So reach out to us again here at podcast at elevategsa.com. Thanks for listening.